Good evening, Rabbi Yisai, continuing along here and uh, towards the end of Perek Dalid, and he's uh, now describing ten different levels of how a person can have, can approach learning Torah from the very lowest level of just a person who knows how to read the words. The Chamor Neisei Svarim, as he coined that phrase, the donkey just laden with books, doesn't know what it means, doesn't know what it says, he just can read the words. All the way up to now, we're up to number nine. The ninth level over here of working upward in terms of those who learn Torah properly. And we're going to see where he's going to get to who the tenth level. We're going to see, oh, are we found in that tenth level? Hold on a second. Let's just see. That she is the ninth level is Anoshim Shik, you and Avshaisam. That they brought themselves, they brought their nefesh, their souls, lodas, chayvas, halavavos. They want to learn with the intent of knowing what their obligations are. Not like the previous level which they delve into it and they try to understand it to the best of their ability, but not with any intent of wanting to actually make it practical for themselves and fulfill it. That, we said, is lacking the yira. Here, this ninth level is, no, these are the people who are Yerosei Kedemes Lechachmosei. This is what's starting to shape up to, of course, of course this is the way you're supposed to learn. You have to have Yerushamayim, you have to have the fear of heaven that we want to learn, we're going to to uh, fulfill. We want to learn because we want to know what we have to do. That type of learning, the Mishnah tells us, you could be assured that's going to remain Chachmosei Mizkayemes. And they do it with the Chavis Alvarim, the Chavis Alvavis Vayivarim, and with the actions they have to do. Umafside Yamaisa. They also tried to look into what is going to hold us back, what is going to hinder us from being able to fulfill what we're going to learn. So the Hevinu Pshad Divrei they first start with the basic understanding, basic explanation of Torah. Then they go further to even deeper levels of understanding. We know in Torah there's Pardes, Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Soid. Every area of Torah really has layers upon layers. Rav Schwab once gave a, uh, one place gives a marshal, like the person's skin. You have the epidermis, you have the outer layer. Underneath, there's other things going on inside. There's the veins, the arteries, there's the blood, there's the cells. There's so much more, so much deeper, there's so much more than what you just see at the surface. So it is with every Torah that this Pshat, Remesh, Drush, and Said. He explains this in, in Rashi and Parshish Bereshis. Rashi tells us in that those first few Psukim of Bereshis, very difficult to understand them, even on a simple level. So Rashi says, this Pusik bespeaks Darshani. In other words, says Rav Schwab, you can't take this on a surface level. There's almost no way of understanding it in just the simple terms. It says Darshani, go straight to the Drush. Skip Shat, skip Remez, go straight to the Drush. Meaning to say, you have to understand it on a deeper level. Of course, we could read the words because you could say this is the simple explanation. But what the Pasuk is really telling us, go into it deeper. Is that that Pasuk could only understand it in a deeper level. And that's what these people do this ninth level. They want to understand it in a very deep level. The Omdu Alamitis HaKabolam and 
they, they, they analyze the psukim themselves in the right way to learn it, and putting their own intellect into it as well. The Sidra Adinim, and then they organize all of the laws, the Chilku, and they divide it up. In other words, person learns Torah, it's not, well, this is the Allah. No, you have to learn it properly. Where does this apply? Does this apply when the Beis Hamikdash is around, or even when not the Beis Hamikdash is around? Does this apply in Eretz Yisrael? Does it apply even in Chutz Loretz? We know there are many mitzvahs hatluyeis baaretz. There are many halachas that are dependent on being in Eretz Yisrael, dependent on the land. Many agricultural mitzvahs, or many halachas even that you have to have roiv of klal Yisrael living in Eretz Yisrael. So, based on that, they analyze each halacha, each area, and say, oh, this is applicable at this time. This is applicable in this area. So that's what the Chavis uh, is talking about over here. And Akashavinu Shorshe Sefe Atayra, after they understand and delve into the deep roots of understanding of Tayra, Vinisharubam, and they are careful about it. In other words, their approach to learning is not only to understand it in its depth, but to then fulfill it in practice. Getting to the truth, pulling out the absolute truth in both the revealed and the hidden parts of Torah. Because we know throughout history, throughout history there's been many different groups. The Rambam quote tells us about the Karoim, we know about the Kusim, we know about the Shemreinim, different groups. It started even earlier that with Tzaddik and Baisus, which became the Tzedukim, the Baisusim, which they had limited appreciation for what the Torah is. They said, we're only going to take Torah Shabbat or we'll take Torah Shabbat and interpret it the way we want to interpret it. That's not the way we're supposed to approach Torah. When the Torah says, in Mohammed Basher but rather we're talking about this ninth level, they go and zero in on the truth what's supposed to be understood in the Torah, not what we want to put in to the Torah. It's amazing. The Mashkiach of Zogazun used to always say that the Torah is, is so broad and so deep and so a part and parcel of the Baruch himself that you could almost find anything in the Torah. Meaning to say that if a person has a certain shita, they have a certain philosophy, they have a certain opinion, the way Hashem set it up is that you could find in the Torah. And there are many people that try to do this. They have their own agenda. They have their own opinions. And they hide behind the Torah. They say, look, I have a proof from the Torah that I'm correct in my ways. And never, if you don't approach the Torah in the right way, with trying to understand the authentic Torah, and what the Torah is teaching me, not what I should stoop in, push in, and stick into the Torah, then... The, the, uh, there is the ability to find everything you want in the way, in any way you want to live in the Torah, sadly. But who is this level? These are the Amoraim in the Torah. And this is almost the highest level. The Amoraim, the Bali Agamora, those who learn Torah, those who learn Gemara, the Gainim, and those who follow in their teachers' ways. And finally, the 10th and highest level. 
These are ones who have received the tradition from the Nevi'im, of course, Moshe Rabbeinu, and then further down, with all of the explanations, all of the understandings, all of the facets of Torah. The Haim, who is this? The It's the men of the great assembly. The Anshei the Gemara tells us already, were a, it was a body of Chachamim, a group of Chachamim, of 120 Chachamim. That comprised the Anshei Knesset Agadela. 120 Chachamim, Umehem Kama Nevi'im. In that group were many who were prophets themselves. And this is, is, as a group, this is probably one of the most important groups that we know of in all of history. Because they instituted many things, they formulated all the brachas, they formulated the nusach of tefillah that we daven. So many things that we have until today are from Anshik Nesagadayla. Many of them and many of the practices that we do. And who are they? They were a group who received from their Rebbeim, the Nevi'im, and they understood it in its totality, in its breadth and its depth. And the ones who received from the Ajignes HaGadayla, the next generation, which is the Tanoim, which are the Baalei HaMishnayis, all of the Tanoim in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Yechanan, the list goes on. All of the great Tanoim that we have in the Mishnayis. And Vahabraisis, a Braisa with those Mishnayis, those teachings, not said in the base Medrash, they were said outside. That's why the word Braisa means outside. These were teachings that primarily were collated by Chi and Rabbaishia. They gathered all the different Braisas. But we know of nowadays Braisas are the, the Teseftis and the Tanyas that we have in the Gemara. And this whole line of teaching that started with Moshe Rabbeinu were taught in Mesechtas Abbas. Like we learned right in the first Mishnah. Moshe Kibbal Teirah Misinai Moshe Rabbeinu received the Teirah. Meaning, the totality of Teirah. Everything Chazal tell us this the Nefesh HaKayim Reb Chaim brings in his Seif Nefesh HaKayim in the name of Chazal. That Moshe Rabbeinu was taught at Har Sinai, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kol Ma Shetalmid Vosig Osid Lizchadish. Meish Rabbeinu learned not only the Torah, Teresha Biksav, Teresha Balpeh, every iota of Torah, that even some small student in a thousand years from then is going to expound upon, Meish Rabbeinu learned it all. And as any Chiddush that nowadays a person says, I said, I think I'm a Chiddush in this Gemara, maybe this is a Pshat in this Makhloikis, Moshe Rabbeinu already learned it. That's what the Nefesh says. Hashem taught all of it to Moshe, which means that every Chiddush that a person has, and he clarifies a, a, an, an idea in Torah, and it's now understood better by him, that idea was told over from Hashem himself to Moshe Rabbeinu. He transmitted it to Yeshua. The Yeshua Lezekainim to the elders. Zekainim Lenevi'im to the prophets. The Nevi'im, the prophets, 
they transmitted it to like we said before. Shimon Atzadik, who was a Kayan Gadol for 40 years, he led the people in Eretz Yisrael for 40 years. Many fascinating stories about Shimon Atzadik. Alexander the Great came out to greet him when he came to destroy Yerushalayim. Shimon Atzadik came in, came out in his Shmaida Begadim, in his big day Kahuna Gedayla. And Rebbe Alexander, and Alexander the Great sees Shimon Atzadik and he gets off his, his horse. He dismounts and he prostrates himself in front of Shimon Atzadik. To the dismay of his soldiers, what are you doing? He says, every time I go to war, the image of this person, this rabbi, is in my mind's eye. Who is this person? I'm so elated to meet him finally. And he told him, and of course, he, uh, he was granted the wish, that the Beis Hamikdash in Yerushalayim will not be destroyed. Alexander wanted to erect a statue of himself. They said, we can't do that. But they made up that in this coming year, every Jewish child that is born, every Jewish male child will be named Alexander. And that's why we have the name, very popular Alexander. Named after Alexander the Great. Al-Koponim, v'shimen ha-tzadik, v'shimen ha-tzadik, antignis, which from Ishsoichai, the very important person from Ishsoichai, v'antignis l'yosef en yoyezer, v'yosef en yoyechanon, ishushalayim. This is really the, what we learned in the first parak of Perkyavas. These are the Zugais. There was the Nasi and the Avbezdin. Yeshua ben Prachia, Veniti Arbeili. That's the next two. The Haim, Misarueli Yehuda ben Tabai, Ulishem ben Shetach, the Avbezdin and the Nasi. The Haim, Misarueli Lishmai Vevtalian. Now listen to the wording. Umehem Lishamai Vehillel. Umehem, Lurabirkin Menzakai, Rabirkin Menzakai, Lurabiliazer, Rabbi Shuav, Rabbi Lazam, and Arak, Rabbi Shuav, Yazakrin, Rabbi Shimon Ben Nesano. How many Talmud did Rabirkin Menzakai have? Rabbiliazer, Rabbi Shuav, Ben Muliel, Rabbi Lazam, Arak, Rabbi Yazakrin, Rabbi Shimon Ben Nesano. Interesting. In Pirkeavas, we only have five Talmudim to Rabirkin Menzakai. Here, we have six. Rabirkin Menzakai was a Talmud of Hillel. Umehem, Lurabi Akiva, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, Rabbi Tarfin, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Who may him? Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. He's listing the whole transmission of Torah. It's interesting when we started with saying Misarua, Misarua, Misarua. It was transmitted. It was transmitted. It was given over until Shammai and Hillel. Who may him? And from them it was given, but it doesn't say it was transmitted down. Why not? So interesting, Rabbi Cheskel Sarna in his Dalyas Yecheskel points out, because at that time is when it began Machloikis in the Torah. In other words, the Gemara tells us the end of the Saita, that from the times of Hillel and Shammai, the Talmidim were not, the way it's described, were not paying as much attention as they used to, and things were becoming not so clear. And therefore one Talmud says, no, I don't think that's what the Rebbe said, I think he said this. He said, no, no, I understood it this way. And this started becoming unclarity. This started becoming machloikis. In other words, until that time, people learned the Torah the way it was given to Moshe, Moshe to Yeshua, Yeshua, that is a Canaan, that is a Nevi'im, and so on and so forth. Pure clarity, exactly the way it said. No machloikis. One way of living. And then, really, the Talmidim of Beishameh Mesillel started becoming not so clear. 
And therefore, it's not the Messiah anymore, not so clear Messiah, but just Umehem who's given over in that way. And finally, the Hura Beinu HaKodosh HaShakibetz and Yonei HaMishneh. We end with Rabbi Yudha Anasi, Rabbeinu HaKodosh HaShakibetz and Yonei HaMishneh. He collated, gathered all the Yonei of the Mishnah, V'Sidram V'Chilkon L'Prakim. He compiled it and he put it into Prakim, into chapters, the Chibram, V'Ikha Kol HaKabolah Shasem Gomaleinu B'Tayra Seinu. Ad Kanu Lo Lehev for tonight. Ha'Gutenacht.